you've probably just finished watching episode one. Uh, first, let me apologize for it being a little longer than I said it was going to be. I promise that in the future, I'm going to try and keep all episodes under 10 minutes. And even though we overran, there were still some things that I had to leave out. Um, so I've decided that I'm going to do top-up episodes as well. If you just want a basic introduction to Philippians, feel free just to you know skip this episode and any top-up episodes that you see on the channel. Um, but if you want to hear about uh, some tangential issues, some slightly obscure uh, bits of trivia, um, or you just want to hear me speak in my English accent for a little longer, um, get yourself a top up, and uh, and yeah, let's 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 talk about another issue relating to the Epistle to the Philippians. You see, some scholars think that what we call the letter to the Philippians is actually multiple letters, um, maybe two or three. There are varying versions of this theory, but they typically focus around chapter three. Um, and this is where people, the most common version of this theory is that most of chapter three is um, at the original letter that Paul sent soon after Epaphroditus arrived. And then the sections of the letter around that, in chapter 1 through to the beginning of 3, and the end of 3 through to uh, the end of the letter, are another letter that he sent back with Epaphroditus. And the reasons for saying this, they've got internal evidence and external evidence. So the external evidence is comes from um, an epistle by St. Polycarp. So St. Polycarp, he was Bishop of Smyrna in the 2nd century, and he wrote to the Philippians himself. And in that letter, he says, when Paul was absent, he wrote letters to you. Note he uses the plural. He says Paul wrote letters. More than one letter was sent by Paul to the Philippians. Just as an aside, if you want to know more about St. Polycarp, search for him on my blog. I've got lots of material about him, um, including the account of his martyrdom in PDF and MP3. But anyway, the, uh, the people that think Philippians is made up of multiple letters, they point to Polycarp's external evidence saying there was more than one letter sent. Now, it's possible that we just don't have them all and that some of them have been lost. But it's also possible that we do have the letters in the, the epistle to the Philippians. They then also point to internal evidence, and it mainly focuses around something of a rupture that appears at about chapter 3. In two ways. One, there seems to be an unexpected continuation. Paul says, finally, my brethren. And then he continues on for another two chapters. So he goes on for far longer when it looked like he was wrapping things up. So this might be the end of a letter that another one gets added to. But also there's an abrupt change of subject. He had been very... Uh, very gentle the entire time in the letter. And then in chapter 3, he suddenly gets goes on the offensive, uh, telling the Philippians to beware of false teachers. Again, this is suggesting that perhaps this is just another letter that's just been appended to that section. Now, I think there is some merit in this theory, but I don't subscribe to it too strongly for a couple of reasons. One, 
the change in subject could just purely be because Paul got some new news about what was going on in the Philippian church. He was in the middle of writing his letter. He receives the new news that there are problems with false teachers. And so that's what he immediately starts switching to talking about. Also, it's a letter, and letters between friends are not usually wonderfully structured. You know, Philippians is not a, a theological treatise. It's a letter between friends. And sometimes it's not always easy to discern the link between changes of topics, unless you were originally part of that friendship. So there might be a link there that we just don't see. But my main reason for being slightly sceptical about this theory is that I, I've, I've, I've heard homilies, I've heard sermons, and these things happen. I mean, I remember in my old church back in England, the preacher would often say, you know, he'd been speaking for, you know, 20 minutes, half an hour, and he'd say, I'm coming into land now, I've nearly finished, just a few more points. And then he would keep talking for another, you know, 15, 20 minutes. So the fact that Paul looks like he's wrapping up his letter and then keeps going, that's what preachers do. And as I, as I pointed out in the first episode, he was probably walking around uh, a room dictating to a scribe. And you know what it's like when preachers get going. And finally, have you never been to uh, a church service where the, the sermon devoted a good chunk of time to a topic that was rather tangential to the main point of the sermon? Paul might just be doing the same. So, I, I say, I think it's a theory with some merit, but I don't place too much stock in it. And in terms of consequences, if this is true, it means that we'll probably have multiple dates of authorship, and possibly even multiple locations of authorship. But I don't think it really changes anything essential to the, uh, to the letter itself. So there you go. This was the top-up episode, just something cool that I just think I wanted to talk about. So, thank you for sticking by, and I will see you on Sunday.